Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We got a room full of people. We got two awesome people sitting on our couch. How did you guys even get here? What's going on? What's, how do I, <laughs> I turn around and there's people sitting on my couch. I love it though. I love it. That's what happens when you're a workaholic and you stare at your screen all yeah, day. A nice <laughs> you didn't even notice people coming in. Yeah, hey everyone, it's Amanda. And we have a really interesting episode today because we're not even sure what's going to be happening. That sounds like every episode. It, it is every episode. So it's actually not out of the ordinary whatsoever. Uh, we have Hushin on the couch, who is a recent graduate. Uh, she graduated in May from Massage Therapy Whoa, College. Congratulations. And she's done her MCQ in OSCE. Nice. Hasn't received her OSCE results yet. MCQ results you got, though. Yeah. And that's a big thumbs up, I assume. Yes. I, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, she's smiling, Thankfully. so I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would have told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hushin actually won a contest. So uh, some of you might know Mark and I were involved in Eric DeGear's Seven Secrets to Success Summer Summit. That's a lot of S's. That's a lot of S's. He loves the alliteration. I honestly hate saying it. Sorry, Why Eric. do you hate I saying it. it? Why do you hate saying it? Because I don't know. I'm not a fan of the But it was really fun to do. And in that... Uh, summit, there were prize giveaways, and she won a prize, which was to be a guest on our podcast. How long have you been a member of Eric's group? Um, it would have been after I graduated, okay. like maybe like the week after I graduated. I like st- started searching like Facebook group just to see like Why are you what's laughing? going on out Why there. Why are you laughing at that? What's that? <laughs> Why are you laughing? By the way, I haven't even got to the point where she brought a guest okay. with her. So <laughs> now there's yeah, just so a random voice. In the room. I'm just curious. Why, why are you laughing? We mentioned Eric and, and his group, and then you you give a chuckle. Why was, why'd you chuckle? I want to know. I want to know. I want to be in on the joke. I want to be in. I, I think I just I rope him in on too many things. So I was just like, oh, look at this group. There's this event. Like, do you want to sign up with me? And yeah. then I was just like, hey, now you're watching this once a night for seven nights in a row. <laughs> so, and we yeah, would literally be having dinner with my family. <laughs> just like, okay, we got to go <laughs> like run downstairs and grab the, <laughs> grab the laptop so we can listen in. Yeah, I would say it's that. It's just she does rope me into a lot of things. But I mean, it's good because I wouldn't do these things by myself. So she's your sense. motivator. Well, and that's where I was going with it. So she won the prize and yep. she emailed me and said, can I bring my husband with me? He's also a recent graduate. They were in the same class. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Okay. And um, he also listens to you guys and he was also at the event and I was like, yeah, okay, cool. We can yeah, have another massage perfect. therapy couple here. And as I said, I thought it was really adorable because his name is Harrison, Hushin and Harrison. And when they signed, when H- she signs H- off the email, H- she signs it off H and H. And I'm like, you guys are adorable. <laughs> so I was excited to have you both here because as another massage therapy couple, I like talking to others. And I'm realizing there's a billion of us. I thought we were unique. We're not Apparently, unique massage therapists are attracted to other massage Did therapists. You guys and I don't meet know why. In massage school? No. no. No, no. It's, I mean, I guess we can get to that. I, mean, I, we... I kind of wrote. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> going with the theme, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's actually learn about you guys. Then I'll start with Hushin because off mic, Harrison said she can go first. She was the prize winner. And I mean, he's got a point um, for everybody listening. Introduce yourself, sort of what you were doing maybe before massage school, why you decided to go to massage school, and then how you roped Harrison in with you. Okay. So hi, everyone. My name is Hushin. Um, yeah, like they said, I won a random contest, not by merit. It was just luck like it was a guess guess a number between, <laughs> guess a number right and i chose and the, yeah exactly. i chose the and number I, think I wrote 66 and you wrote 63 so i was the closest one so yeah that happened and actually funny thing is when you know how eric would send out the emails before every single night mm-hmm. um telling people what the prize was and who was like speaking that day i saw what the prize was and i had already been a listener of your podcast 
So I looked at it. I was like, oh my God, Harrison, <laughs> I'm not even going to make a guess because I'd be way too nervous to come on this podcast. Like, it's not going to happen. And of course, the the contest time came and I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to say it. And then I did it. And I was like, oh my God, of course I'm going to win. Like, I knew I was going to win too. <laughs> like, in my head, I was like, if I guess, I'm going to win. Like, that's just how it's going to happen. The prize you didn't want. So, and you got it. No, no. I, 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 I did want it. I was just like, I would I would feel like I'd be so nervous to do it. But Why no, would I'm you here. feel nervous? Because you don't seem don't nervous. Know. So apparently you're not. So <laughs> why would you why would you think you would have been nervous? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you because as I said, you've been in now a couple of the events yeah. that Dude, we're just been a bunch involved of fucking in. Yahoo's. Like I don't know. Maybe it's because I be I was like listening to you guys like every single day at that point. Oh. Like it was just you know, and I was just like, oh my God. Like, so then you should feel like you know us and I you're guess. just like going to come hang out. I but guess. I will be honest with you. I was expecting a shy, meek little person based on like how you were like, oh, I'm so <laughs> nervous. Blah. And then she walks in here and you seem like so outgoing and confident and Harrison's just kind of quiet in the corner. I was I was yeah, expecting that's... the other way around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I have many sides to me, I guess. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. yeah it's a big head. Yeah. So she's not shy. Correct. <laughs> Somewhat, maybe. So, oh, oh won, yeah, yeah, you won the contest, off. but yeah, oh, yeah, how did you? How did you? Or I guess, what were you doing, sort of? Oh, okay. Massage? So I did like a bunch of random stuff before coming to massage therapy. I started my career in healthcare. Like my degree in uh, school at U of T. I went to U of T. Was in pharmacy. So I practiced as a pharmacist for a year, and then I actually practiced at Target. Do you remember mm. when Target yep, was in yep, Canada? Mm-hmm. So yep. I was there. Target. Yeah, on, exactly. Right. Target. It's a fancy <laughs> Target. Um, so then I was doing that. But like the whole time and even throughout pharmacy school, like I knew that like it wasn't going to be my forever Did you go career. to pharmacy school because your folks are like, you're going you're gonna to be a doctor. You're like, I'm not going to be a doctor. Then you're going to be a pharmacist. <laughs> You're close. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, my parents would have loved if I was a doctor. Right. But they never chose pharmacy for me. I kind of chose it as kind of a way to appease like mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I was 16. I was like, oh, I want to get into like a good career. Like at that point, it was like said to be like a good career for women, like right, blah, right, blah, right. blah. Like you have flexibility in your scheduling, all that kind of crap. So then I but was did like, did you oh, enjoy like organic chemistry? Is this like fun I for you? I mean, it was okay, but I didn't enjoy it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, just I'm not kidding, gonna lie to myself that made and be me like, that was poke my eyeballs out. Yeah, like, no. I knew, I knew in high school, yeah, no, pharmacy would never be for me. Yeah. I did not enjoy that. Yeah. So I, I made that decision based on how it looked on paper, right? Like, right. when I was 16. And then ever since then, like, it was a project for careers class. That's how I, I just chose pharmacy and kind of went with it. Mm-hmm. So then I, it was just like blinders on. Uh, ever since then like I didn't con- really consider anything else I'm like this is my goal it's gonna happen and that's it and then but then yeah throughout I was like yeah this is not for were me were there really. any were there any barriers or roadblocks to become a pharmacist or no it was just like not really like everything code. was like did you find sailing. it easy because pharmacy is not fucking easy no Are you a pharmacy brain child? school is that what you're was telling me? not easy high school was relatively easy I would say yeah. like I got like the high averages that I needed to get to the school that I wanted to go to right. and then once that I was there like my first year at U of T like life sciences like i 4.0 right. got into pharmacy school no problem that yeah, kind yeah. of thing but once i was there no pharmacy school was not it's easy not, like it was it was the hardest all. thing so that then, i had ever done so then everyone else that was championing you to be in pharmacy and be a pharmacist and everything else and you're like fuck it i'm out of here and i'm gonna be a massage therapist were they like <laughs> what the hell are you fucking doing <laughs> so there's actually a big gap between stopping being a pharmacist and being a all i want to hear all yeah, about yeah. it but i will say i uh in university i lived with um one of my roommates 
became a pharmacist. Okay. And uh, yes, I remember she, you saying that. Actually. She <laughs> studied so much. Like I hardly saw her. We lived together and yeah. I hardly saw her. She studied so much. So yeah, I can't imagine it was easy. It's no, it's, it's not easy at all. And that's why I'm kind of, yeah. anyway, let me hear the rest of it then because. Okay. Yeah. So, so far, yeah, that wasn't easy. Um, practicing wasn't easy <laughs> as well. And then. So basically, I was working there when Target closed. So when Target closed, I was like, this is a great opportunity. Like, I wasn't even upset, you know. Um, I decided to kind of take the opportunity to go back to school. And I'm like, what do I want to do? I'm like, well, all I know right now is healthcare. Like, I've like literally my first job ever at 16 was in a pharmacy because that's how badly I wanted to get into pharmacy. So I only ever worked in pharmacies pretty much at that point. Did you enjoy it while you were working in it, though? Um, Like, as a high school student, as like like a pharmacy assistant, I was like, oh, yeah, this is okay. Okay, and then but, as a pharmacist, did you or are you like not really? Okay. No, like so it was like it was okay right. in the fact that like it paid well, yeah. But like money, no, money, like money. I knew like I knew it wasn't going to be forever, gotcha. and so I was distracted by that point of being like, well, what am I going to do next? Right? right, it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. No, pretty gotcha. much, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so then I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, what other skills, like, am I going to need to get? So I'm like, I literally have, like, no, like, corporate or, like, admin experience. So maybe I'll kind of go that route if I want to work in corporate. Well, so what do I want to go back to school for? So I decided to go into, like, human resources because there's, I had some friends that were in it. Yeah. Like, I had a family member who's, like, in that industry. So I was just like, I mean, like, they seem to like their job. And, like, they were saying how, like, oh, having a desk job is fun. Like, it's easy. You just show up and you just, like, do whatever is given to Even you. Even the tone of your voice there is how I would say it. Having a desk job is <laughs> yeah, fun. Exactly right. No. Yeah. Now I know it's not. And then so no offense, desk job so, people. So I, went I guess to, that includes Mark. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not business casual, desk job person. No, you're not. Right. Iron That's Maiden T-shirt. Other, yeah. It's a whole other fucking story. Right. By the way, that T-shirt's terrifying. Aren't our kids afraid of you? No, I think they like it. No. <laughs> they like the colors. I think. Um, yeah. So I decided. Yeah. So I went to um, a one year like postgraduate human resources management program at George Brown. Yeah. So I did that and I was like, okay, yeah, like, cause you know, like if I want to work in corporate, like every single corporate environment has HR. Yeah, yeah. It can transfer to all these other things. Can I so ask you I'm, a question before yeah. you get into the, the HR stuff? Yeah. When you decide I don't want to be a pharmacist anymore, mm-hmm. if you didn't go back to school, what are what are your other options at this point? Like I don't I have no idea what your your BSc and your your pharma like what can you do with that unless yeah. you're going to be a pharmacist? I guess so if you wanted to stay in the field yeah. but didn't want to actively practice, yeah, I yeah. guess like you could open your own pharmacy and not work. Okay. You know, just be kind of like you run Couldn't the you operations do like type research of thing? or something? Couldn't you work somehow in the pharmaceutical industry? You can, but it's really it's kind of hard to get into the pharmaceutical industry because you do have a lot of like uh pharmacists who work in like pharmacies that are thinking the same thing like i kind of want to get away from direct patient care right maybe i just want to work in the pharmaceutical industry so, so it's actually very competitive to get into that uh, yeah, okay so like, like if you, you weren't like super options. involved yeah then yeah. like you're okay. kind of you, you can teach from the bottom <laughs> yeah you apparently that's teach, always an option <laughs> <laughs> yeah but again hard to get in as well because like if you wanted to teach pharmacy like you would have to have some sort of like like advanced degree like you would have right. to oh no i was thinking like, like college something. teaching like oh, pharmacy yeah, assisting right oh yeah yeah i guess yeah that 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 is in, is an option don't give her any ideas she's, yeah no i'm not she's unstable no, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah okay sorry hr no it's okay and then um yeah so i did hr and then um i wanted something on my resume that kind of like made sense so i decided to do um my hr internship this is mandatory you have to 
uh, no, as part of my program, it was mandatory. I had to do an HR internship. So I did it at University Health Network because it was like, oh, healthcare, right? Whatever makes sense. So I did that. And then I, I somehow basically just through like a networking event type of thing, I got... Um, connected with someone who owned like a boutique consulting firm so I worked in like insurance consulting a little bit in like the benefits world a little bit I did that for a short little while but then like from that I'm like corporate is not for me like a desk job is not for me like I'm like desk jobs are so fun oh my, exactly right I no, don't understand like, why you have to why business casual if you oh, end up seeing the same fucking people and no one is seeing I anybody else but each casual. other why are we all dressed up no. it's so stupid business casual is like understand. the most boring clothing I ever. don't understand that we're all going to cubicles and not interacting with anyone yeah. outside of this office yeah. so let's all just wear our fucking PJs yeah. like it's, why well, can't we just that's do that? the world we live in now everybody well, only wears <laughs> clothing from the waist yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's very true yeah (laughs) so yeah and then that happened and then like yeah i was like just i'm like you know that's not for me i am like i'm like i don't want to settle right like i'm not just gonna like stop searching for my thing Mm. so i'm gonna keep going and then like a couple years later like after harrison and i got married we literally the day after our wedding we got an opportunity we got an email from harrison's boss at the time who's harrison was working at uft okay and it was like oh we're looking for someone for our min team like do you know anyone and i was like oh i could do this like i would love to be able to work with you every single day right <laughs> so then so i worked so i worked at uft with him for a what's t- so <laughs> funny mark <laughs> Just like in other people's stories. <laughs> but it was it was actually great. Like that was probably one of my favorite jobs so far. Like the people at U of T were great. Like I think it it helped because like obviously my husband worked there and they already knew him and yeah. you know, so things are great. So they had, I guess, a positive impression of me from the beginning. So that was really great. But it was actually during my year at U of T. So you think positive impression. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. <laughs> so they tell me. But um yeah, it was during that year that um I really kind of just thought about what my values were in like a career and a job, like what it, what I wanted my lifestyle to look like, how work centric it wanted to be, which was not very work centric. Like I didn't want to be an uh, like an alcohol. You didn't want to be an alcoholic. I wanted to be an a workaholic, in but that, that actually way. works. Maybe but yes, exactly. that uh, that works. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, like I literally. Um, this is gonna sound really stupid, but um, I was like one time I was like talking to Harrison. I was like, you know, like I kind of know what my strengths are, but like, what are my weaknesses? Like, what weakness can I make like irrelevant in my work? And and of course, Harrison knows me in my personal life. So anyone who knows me in like my academic or professional life would be like, hey, she's not this. But Harrison knowing me in my personal life was like we kind of decided I was like one of my biggest weaknesses is I, I can be kind of lazy <laughs> so so I'm like okay so I went on the internet and I literally haven't told anybody besides like obviously Harrison knows like my sister and maybe one or two people from school I'm so but excited I, right now they're just gonna say she chose this career no, because she's lazy you're, you're telling a lot of people right now <laughs> I'm so excited I, yeah, whatever. I googled mis- uh, no careers for lazy for people, lazy people. and <laughs> <laughs> and this came up on and then list. it was one of those terrible websites with like you know those slideshows that like you like click yeah like, yep, you yep. Know, number one number two whatever and then it came up like massage therapist and i kind of stopped and i was like oh that's interesting like this is something that i would have never tried in the past so i kind of just like looked into it and then i was like oh my god this is like this gives me everything that i've been looking for in a career like mm-hmm. the flexibility autonomy all that and you can be stuff. lazy exactly 
exactly right and i'm like oh like you can kind of move slowly no but <laughs> so let me let me true. tell you, you why this is actually a career for lazy people yeah. like you people who know me professionally probably would never label me as lazy and even i mean even some people who know me personally if they don't know me really really well but i enjoy laziness like my uh -huh. my days off i'm not like oh i want to get all this stuff done i'm like i'm gonna put my feet up drink some coffee watch netflix like I'm, I'm that's a hundred percent like what i'm kind of yeah. lazy that's exactly and what it is maybe when i was younger i was more of a go-getter not anymore yeah 100%. um and i always chuckle a little bit and i'm sure you've heard mark and i talk about this since you've listened to a bunch of our podcasts but when people are always talking about oh this career and it's so physical and blah 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 we're like well it is it mm. i feel like you can do this without actually like physically exhausting yourself. It's not mentally exhausting. You never take work home. Right. It's not overly stressful. Yes, you have to use your brain, but do you have to use it to the extent of like a, a brain surgeon, right, no. a, a rocket scientist? Like, no, no, no. Somebody comes in, they have some symptoms. Okay, it's pretty easy to yeah. try to determine how to treat them. It's not a very taxing career and you're deciding how much and how often you want to work so if you want to be a little lazy and you're like i'm only going to treat three people a day which we know many therapists who mm -hmm, do that mm -hmm. and they probably don't see it as lazy but i mean for the rest of the world who works eight to ten hours a day is exactly. working three hours a day not lazy yeah yeah no you're describing literally everything that i thought like none of my teachers like would say that i'm lazy like none of my friends would say that i'm lazy like it's just that's exactly what it is if i don't have to do something I will not do. I have no issues with not doing anything. No, I'm totally fine. Like, yeah. if I didn't have kids, I'd be the person that would be like, oh, I have a day off. I'm going to lay in bed all day yeah. with snacks. Yeah, that's me. That's <laughs> me right now. <laughs> so, so that's what happened. I looked into it. Like, I was just like, this is it. Like, this is great. Everything sounds amazing. So then, yeah, I contacted like Salun Chan. One and only school that you looked into? or um, I looked into Salun Chan and CCMH, okay. that, which was open at the time. Right. Um, and yeah. You so chose wisely. I, and I chose, <laughs> oh my God, thank goodness. Because, on, eh? And the th funny thing is, Sam, the teacher that yep. I had that have been on your podcast, that you've gone to the class to talk about therapeutic relationships, she was the one that can, like, not, she didn't convince me, but she just kind of like talked it out with me mm. because. Um, and the only reason I knew her was because, you know, how we have to do the prerequisite, like, massage, intro right, right. to massage yep, course, yep. right? She was just the instructor. Okay. So she gave me, like, her email. She's like, if you have any questions, like, you can ask. Like, I'm, I'll be honest with my experience, blah, blah, blah. But literally talking to her just, it really, like, solidified it for me. That what I did she say to you that? The, so I, I don't know if she said this exactly, but it was something, it put in the idea into my head that was, like, because we were talking about how, like, I really love being a U of T alum and I really loved going to U of T, okay. but I didn't enjoy my program that much, right? Pharmacy. And then, but I'm like, but I'm still really glad I went there. And she's like, that's Sutherland Chan. Like if you want to go to a private school to be able to done quickly, to be done quickly, even while you're there, it's like, it's tough or whatever. It's, it's like, you know, like it's going to take the stuff like energy out of you, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. You're, no one's ever going to be able to take away the fact that you went to Southern Chan. And for some reason, that that clicked it for me in my mm. head because I'm like, I don't regret going to U of T at all. Right. I absolutely love it there. School snob, I get And it. yeah, like even yeah. though like I didn't have the best like, you know, four or five years in pharmacy, mm -hmm. like I'm still glad I did right. it. You like to wear thing. the title U of T. Yeah. yeah. And that, for some reason, that's like that idea. She didn't say exactly like that, but she put that thought in my head and mm -hmm. it was like that that that's sold it for me so well thanks yeah. sam and sam has such a sweet setup see yeah. for for a f i don't know if she's lazy but for <laughs> fellow lazy so. people she's got this beautiful 
clinic space in her home, she can literally like get up, get out of bed like 20 minutes yeah. before her first client and like, yeah. oh, I'm at work and, you know, be taking the last sip of her coffee as she walks in. Like, yeah. it's awesome. So yeah. tell me what you thought of uh, massage therapy school, Miss U of T academic. <laughs> well, honestly, <laughs> it was definitely different, um, be- but... Between U of T and Sutherland Chan, I did go to George Brown, right. which is a public college. So it was almost like I could see like kind of the differences between all three. Mm-hmm. And knowing because I had gone to like a college for a one year program after university, like I kind of I kind of knew like what I was getting into at like right. a private career college, which is obviously gonna be different, right, than mm-hmm. the other two. So like I enjoyed my I enjoyed my um experience there. I thought that it was good. Like, I, I'm really glad I chose that school. Sleep through class? Never. Really? I was never that. You I slept was, through class. I, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, just as he pointed at himself, I was about to say, <laughs> I want to hear from Mr. Cat Socks because I'm <laughs> so curious to know what you were doing at U of T and then how okay. the hell she roped you into going to massage school with her. Before, before Cat Socks does his thing. <laughs> Did any of the instructors that you can read from their body language and so on feel super intimidated by having you hardcore academic in their classroom? Um, I don't know. I don't know if they were intimidated, but I'm sure I annoyed some of them because like, yeah, like I was like, I am that person where I'm like putting up my hand and being like, yeah, but when you just said this, so like, right, why right, is right. it like this? Or like being like, um, are you sure you don't mean this? Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> I correct everybody all it. the time, yeah. but I would do it once in a while. But almost after I do regret it because I'm like, like, I guess like they don't, they, I don't expect the teachers to know everything, right? Especially right. if it's like not there. Like, Although, I mean, maybe... Maybe not to humiliate them, but I feel like if somebody's saying something that's incorrect, shouldn't it be corrected? Like, yeah. shouldn't well, yeah. everybody yeah, course, yeah. shouldn't that's, everybody deserve to hear the proper? Yeah. I did it a couple of times, like not in like a boastful, annoying kind of way, but um, actually, my instructor was cool with it. He would sometimes look at me like, "Is that right? Is that right?" <laughs> like when it came to certain classes, like the kinesiology classes and stuff, biomechanics, mm-hmm. I have a degree in kinesiology. So sometimes if he'd be teaching something, he would look at me. He's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah you're good. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like it was maybe sometimes like a little bit of that, but mm-hmm. I really tried to not, I tried to not take it too far. Right, right. So, but yeah, like I was definitely that person that was never going to fall asleep in class. Like I was there like this. I made it my, like massage therapy school was my, massage therapy school was my life. Mm. Like it was just like, I was a hundred percent in. And that's why I like, yeah, I'm not a lazy person when I have to do something and it's what I chose to do. And so I put a hundred percent into it, but yeah, any other time it's like, ugh. Couch time for sure. Gotcha. I understand you. Cat socks. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry to p- point at your cat socks, but I can't stop looking at them. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is actually. I have three pairs like this, and none of the cats on them. These are all real cats, obviously. None of the cats on the pair of socks I have actually belong to me. Yeah, that's a that's a story. I don't, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> yeah, just it's more just like an interesting factoid, I guess. You call me you cat have socks. Other, you so. have other people's cats on your socks. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. One was one was a mistake. Two of them were uh, intended. <laughs> <laughs> there is a story to that. There's if a story, but yeah, we can circle back to it. We, if you yeah, want we can to, circle back if you want. We definitely have to circle back yeah. because <laughs> my brain is exploding. <laughs> uh, All right, so yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, I want you to introduce yourself, what you were doing before. But my biggest question marks right now are what you were doing at U of T, and then how she gets you to leave 
a job at U of T and go to massage school. Can we school. go even further back? <laughs> we can go as far back as you want. Where did you guys meet? I was going to get there. Te- so, I'm, I'm a romantic. I yes. want to hear so, the love story. Right? I love a good well, rom- rom-com, right? I, mean, I want a John Cusack movie. Give me a John Cusack movie. I thought you were going to say Matthew McConaughey. Anyway, well, go that ahead. Too. He doesn't shower, so maybe not. Which, which do you want first? Do you want all the way back or do you want just my story? How about you tell it the way you like to tell it? What do you think? Uh, maybe say who you are first. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Name's Harrison, uh, married to my lovely wife, Hushin, sitting beside me on the couch, uh, contest winner. Um, so I guess going from, we've known each other, just, just a little bit of background, we've known each other since high school. Okay. Oh. So we've known each other for over half our lives. We're both 31 right now. So we've known right, each right. other since, I don't know, 14, 15, yeah. however mm-hmm. old we were. Yeah. Nice. And so uh, same age. Yeah. Um, she went to U of T. I also went to U of T for an undergrad. I did in kinesiology. Um, I actually took a fifth year at high school. Right. So, um, so do we, but that's cause we're old and it existed <laughs> then. <laughs> I, I honestly, mandatory. On, honestly, I think yeah. the, the grade 13 OAC, like, I don't know why they got rid it's of it. Needed. Yeah. It's needed. It's yeah. needed. I agree. Yeah. They it's, shouldn't it's, have got rid of it's that. It's just for maturity. Yeah. <laughs> that alone. Yeah. 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 I I couldn't tell you what I want to do with my life at 17. Mm-hmm. Even 18 was hard, but 17, come on. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> and I mean, that's one of the reasons why I did the fifth year is cause I wasn't sure what I want to go into. Um, ended up going to kinesiology. I wanted to pursue sports. I ended up um, going to school there. I was on the football team for my five years during my undergrad. Did you ever get therapy while you were there? Uh, like athletic therapy, massage therapy? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Ed? Ed, yeah, yeah, I know Ed. Ah. Ed and Mark are BFFs. Oh, really? <laughs> Ed and I are on Facebook like almost daily. It's, 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 it's <laughs> oh, actually so really funny. interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe not. So I don't think I got, um, did I get treated by Ed? I, I, I don't know if I ever got treated by right, him, right, but right. I knew him and actually- when I started working at U of T, um, I worked in kind of, you know, closely with some of the therapists gotcha. there. Um, cool, cool. Anyway, five years undergrad, um, five years on the football team. And the fact that I did the fifth year of high school actually plays a significant role in how we ended up together. Because what ended up happening was the second year... Yeah pharmacy students mm-hmm. second year pharmacy students but that would have been her third year of school because she had the the one year before mm-hmm. and the second year kin students had physiology together right ah. and we knew each other mm-hmm. and just you know she messaged me one time on facebook i think you messaged about like oh you heard on the loudspeaker right oh the that stadium? was like a year before that was like a different that was like a different situation okay but yeah no i think like we were just like it was just like a summer get together or something we're like oh i have physiology oh yeah oh, physiology yeah. oh maybe we should sit together like in class or whatever no. Yeah. So wait, pause. Yeah. Did either of you two have interest in yeah. each other at that That's point? <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> so, so if we, I mean, we're kind of going that direction, but, um, so we knew each other in high school. I think we met in grade 10. Yeah. English. Probably knew of each other. In we grade knew each other nine. probably grade nine, but we had yeah. grade 10 English together. What high school did you guys go to? Richmond Hill High School. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so big school, uh, I'm trying to figure out because like, like over for example, a thousand per class. Yeah. Cause say? like my high school was small. So there's no such thing as like knowing. Of yeah. No, somebody. I knew everybody. Oh, I okay. know everybody in your, in there your was 2000, yeah, no, there was no. 2000 people total in my high school. So I knew everybody. In and my, my high school was even smaller. My high school was like 900 people total. Yeah. We, right. we were, we were smaller than yours. So I guess yeah, I we just know like, each other. Yeah, just over like, like maybe 1200 Six, people. Like for 16. some reason okay. that, that number is in my head for some reason. I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. But anyway, we had grade 10 English together, and yep. it just so happened that um, she ended up started dating one of my friends. Ooh. <laughs> so, and to answer your question, Amanda, uh, yes, I did have a thing for her. Fancy. Right? Um, and 
my 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 best friend who still is my best friend i would have confided in him and you know but it was kind of a mutual friend thing right so it was me her who she's dating who's my friend and my best friend and my best friend knows i got a thing for her her boyfriend at the time i don't think nid no, he didn't so. know at that no. point right they're just doing their thing but at that point you know i'm i like to see myself as a somewhat respectful guy i'm like hey i'm not going to try to i'm not going to try to do anything here right um so high school goes on and it just so happens wait, wait, wait. that... In what scenario are you disrespectful? Because you're a somewhat respectable guy. Uh, <laughs> Self-proclaims I guess, if it, uh, I guess if it's a friend, I will try to be respectful. Okay, but, okay, you know, okay. If it was just some other dude it was that he knew no, of. It. Exactly. Okay, okay, I got it. I don't I got it's got not it. his problem then. <laughs> High school goes on, and it just so happens that the four of us, the again, me, my best friend, her, and her boyfriend at the time, um, we all kind of became a friend group. And when the three of them went off to school, I was the only one who stayed back for the fifth year. You know, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, whenever the university kids would come home, we would get together, the four of us, and just spend time together. Um, and uh, I'm not great at telling stories, I'll tell you that. Um, it's going well so far. You're good. We have something called a Harrison story. Yeah, so my, my family knows something that's called a Harrison story. That's essentially, I just keep talking. And the way that she describes it is is just an an inner monologue yeah. where I just keep going yeah. and people just are subject to yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's not a conversation when he speaks. It's a monologue that he delivers until he's like 100% out of steam. And then, yeah, and then, like, and then it just ends like, yeah, so that's it. Um, I'm done talking now. But at that point, I was dating some as well. So just completely off my radar. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to, I guess I was in my first year. She was in her, her second year of university at that point at U of T. Um, and I guess that summer is when we found out we have physiology together. Okay, we're going to sit together. Um, we made that plan. And then, you know. When you sit together, are you sitting together together? Or yes. is it like seats apart together? Together together. Together. Or okay. like, yeah. Just, the... just side by side. Yeah. No, no. There's no, 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 no buffer seats. There's no buffer seats. No buffer seats. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do that with my football buddies, but right, not, right, right. not with her. Because, um, <laughs> of course, at this point, I still had kind of like. It was deep back there. Right. I guess I was dating someone else. That hot girl from high school, but now she's not dating my friend. It says it <laughs> all. She, she, she still was. She still oh, was. it's getting interesting. <laughs> See, because yes. when there's no buffer seat, then there's interest. That's how you know there's interest. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Now we know. Back now I'm then, thinking, now I'm like, thinking oh, back like, to all the friends. people who sat with me in lectures. <laughs> uh, Corby Anderson decided he wanted to sit right next. He's the guy who teaches our CPR. <laughs> he was interested. <laughs> I'm like, Corby, this, this hall fits 700 oh people. God. There's 200 of us in here. You don't need to sit right fucking next to me. Like, and he's like a big athletic no, guy, yeah, exactly. too. So like, sat it was, in my fucking lap. He literally guy. sat in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now you're sitting together in and sitting together. Sitting in together together. Um, and I guess maybe around, again, it was a full year term or full year course. So mm-hmm. I guess around the winter break time, which is about, after the first semester, mm-hmm. um, my relationship. Yeah, her ended. Yeah. her relationship ended. Did you end the relationship? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did this have anything to do with it? Be honest. Uh, no, not really. No, okay. Like it no. was. It was probably. It should have happened like a year before that. Okay. okay. But we hung on. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So because they were long distance as well. Okay. He yeah, was he was at another yeah. school, and I think that probably played a role. Yeah. Um, but no, nothing was going on at that point because I was still dating my current girlfriend. Right. Um, and. <laughs> so I guess go fast forward to I don't know February later, February yeah, March like or that, something yeah. and kind of similar to her my relationship uh, ended you did that um, I did that as well okay um, did that make you happy to hear that <laughs> be honest like back, back then or right now back then yeah 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 he actually do you want to tell so, so I'll, I'll keep going <laughs> okay. I'll do it do it do it I'll do, 
Tell them what? What do you mean? How you told me, like when I found out. I don't know if you remember. Actually, I don't know if you remember. If you remember. You By the remember. way, I'm sitting here with like the smile I have when I watch a rom-com. It's not, it's not <laughs> That's what I'm John Cusack's going to jump in. Are you referring to when? Um, No, like, because we decided to go studying together because we had a physiology test actually, like, the upcoming. When she finds out that you are now single, you don't remember this moment. You don't remember how you... you, If I say it, you'll probably remember it. Okay, I wasn't sure referring to it. So, yeah, so we were going to go. We're literally going to go to the Richmond Hill library. Elgin Mills Young. Yeah, we're at Elgin Mills Young. You were driving south on Young. We were heading towards Richmond Hill Public Library. And then because we were just like, oh, we have a test, like, let's just study, whatever. We were good friends, whatever. Yep, yep. And then he just turns to me at some point, And this is how Harrison tells me everything now. Like, I know that this is a thing. Just out of nowhere, he just says, <laughs> I broke up with her. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, we had, I feel as though we had probably, yeah, because I know we had been talking about it before, just yeah, like maybe. as friends. Yeah. I, I know we had. Oh, yeah, Because I, I remember some specific yeah. things that we had been talking, just, you know, obviously some of the, the issues that were coming up between right, right, my, right. my and then girlfriend. So... She wasn't like it wasn't like random, random. It was random, but kind of random. That car ride. <laughs> yeah. It was like silent. Um, we were just like whatever, looking out the window. And he was probably I dying to tell you. I bet you he was busting. Like, out how, do, how do I tell her? I want to tell her. She yeah. needs to know. He's, re- he's rehearsing in the mirror. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and I guess that would have been around February. And I guess at that point we were both single. And again, I. Well, she was dating my friend and I was dating this girl, kind of, I suppressed those emotions I would have had for her from high school. But of course, when she became single and then I became single, things start kind of, you know... The window open. Exactly, yeah. right? How fast does this move? Uh, I don't know, about a month. About a, month? a month? What do you mean? Between when I Between when I broke up with her and we started dating yeah you may, probably a couple of weeks that you yeah, asked me out but yeah. then <laughs> but then uh, we like our date like, our first date was in march yeah okay, okay like that. yeah gotcha, gotcha. um but essentially yeah so i was kind of like i'm like oh this is like this is an something this, yeah, an opportunity absolutely something that <laughs> i've been, been thinking about <laughs> since high school and you know it's funny because i can't remember when this came up probably after we were starting to date but she ended up telling me because though at this point everyone's like my friend no like I mentioned my best friend. I liked her. And, you know, I probably mentioned to like some of my family or brothers or whatever. Um, and I had no, like, I had no idea what she thought of me, but she eventually let me knew that she also had a thing for me back in high school too. Mm. When so I around first the same saw him, always that way, isn't yeah. it? Like I was like, oh, like he's like very cute. And this is before I ever had a boyfriend. My, right. my other boyfriend was pretty much my first boyfriend. Um, and so, but I was like, but for some reason, I thought he was like out of my league because like he was a jock, like he played sports right. and I was like a music and like, you're lazy. Band geek. No, and I'm lazy, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I can't keep up with him. Right. So then I was like, no, like that's probably not. He probably likes like the jock girls or whatever, whatever. But then I had always thought that he was cute. And actually a big part of that was actually my best friend at the time. Like <laughs> looked at me one time. He's like, "You know who's gonna be a really hot guy when he grows <laughs> up?" And this was like like grade nine or something. I'm like, "Who?" And she's like, "Harrison." And I was like, "Oh, really?" And he's like, "Yeah, like look at him next time." So I looked at him. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I guess I can see it. But hey, like, I guess well, now I'm married. He's to all right. Him. Yeah. <laughs> and then so then I started to notice him because yeah. of course my best friend had put it in my head right and i was like oh yeah maybe she's on to something but that's okay because yeah. if you guys got together in high school you wouldn't be together now that's so. I, yeah, yeah. I, agree with that. yeah. I agree with that yeah it yeah. happens when it's supposed to happen yes mark we just had this conversation like a week ago he we said did? something not about us getting together gotcha. because that wouldn't have made any sense plus i have no memory of anything but well <laughs> and plus if we met when like you were in high school okay yeah yeah yeah. Just <laughs> sh- 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 it makes me feel really gross i know <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but we were talking about something, something that we just recently did. And he's like, don't you wish we had done this sooner? And I was like, no, I think that it happened when it was mm-hmm. absolutely supposed yeah. to happen. If we had done it sooner, I don't think it would have worked out as wonderfully as it has. So yeah. mm-hmm. it yeah. happened when it was supposed to happen. Yeah. And you two getting together after you were in physiology class, that's when it was supposed yeah. to happen. Yeah. We we both agree that because yeah, yeah, definitely like if, if things started in high school, it's just you're not fully formed at that point. Yeah. Right. So we were both adults. And also this then if we started dating in high school, that would have been the first relationship. And mm-hmm. then you have no context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You're just like, this is how it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously yeah. it worked out. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're still we're still together now. So <laughs> I like how you had to get confirmation. Worked out, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is working out. This is working out. Okay, right? Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So. so then now we know what you were what you studied in university, mm-hmm. but at the time when you were working at U of T and Hushin came to work with you, what was your role there? During my five years of playing football there, um the strength conditioning department kind of it it was kind of like outsourced beforehand but i believe in my third year the school and i do believe that and he became my boss i do believe that he kind of created the strength conditioning department within the school right um and so he he came in and you know i i I don't know the exact story but he kind of created himself we got to know each other Mm -hmm. right he's obviously my coach and i expressed interest in it um one because i enjoyed the training myself and i like kind of understanding the science behind what i'm doing how it's going to help me perform on the field um I did an internship with him after kind of partially during school and then for a period of time after school. And then that essentially turned into a position as a strength coach there. Nice. Okay. So um, I was a strength coach there for five years, I believe. Something like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Around five years. And yeah, and Mm -hmm. then I guess kind of in that Mm -hmm. fourth year near the end is when she would have come on Mm -hmm. from the admin side of things. And Yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was, so it was, you scored her this job. Essentially, yeah. Much, yeah. Essentially, yeah. I'm, like, I'm just because sure. my boss would have sent the email saying, like, we're looking for someone in this position right. and knowing her. And she's also very, very detail oriented. Like, when it comes she, from the pharmacy training. Yeah. yeah. When, when she's not lazy. Very detail oriented. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> is he is he different at work than he is as you know him? Because to do this yeah. job, you gotta be you gotta be pretty tough. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you see a side of this dude that's like, hmm, I didn't quite see this? Um, before. I think I always I, I knew that it was there and yeah. he was never like the drill sergeant type of coach. Right. But like I would hear him like, you know, like walking up and down like the gym, like hitting his yeah, like yeah, yeah. clipboard yeah. on his hand, making all sorts of okay, okay, man, okay, gentlemen. Like yeah, like yeah. saying all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, I, I guess I already knew that it was there, but yeah, he's not like that at home like at all. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, he wears cat socks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's he's a <laughs> gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would you would you have let uh yeah, would you have let your team see this or no? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, that's one thing. I mean, so, and she can attest to this. A lot of my clothing is UFT because just as an athlete there for five years and right, then coach right, for right. five years, you just, you get a lot it's of stuff. You. You're blue. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, just a lot of grays, a lot of blues, a lot of blacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one little bit of color that I can actually get are my socks. Mm, I get it. So yeah, I love, I love colored socks. I got sushi socks, cat socks. <laughs> pizza I have socks. pizza socks. Yeah. Um, banana socks, all Hulk. sorts of stuff. Hulk yeah. socks, yeah, Avenger socks, yeah, yeah. So love them. So if anyone listening, you, you have an idea of you don't know what to get me for a gift, just buy me a nice <laughs> socks. Pair of socks. Yeah, yeah, fun yeah. socks. I like yeah. fun socks. Yeah, I yeah. dig it. Now can we know why you have other people's cats on your socks? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. okay, maybe I'll tell the story. <laughs> yeah, you go. Sorry. I've been talking a lot. You, you, you'll do it better than I will. <laughs> okay, so um, basically, so I mean, like, you're out of steam now. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, just okay. He needs to recharge. Yeah, he's um. So basically, it was 
this past Christmas, I was just like looking for like a small gift to like add on to a gift for him. And then I was like, oh, like he likes socks. So maybe I'll get him like cat socks. And so there's like. Um, Does he also like cats? Yes. Yes. Cat. He's a big cat person. That's why. So he's had always <laughs> had cats sense. growing up and all that stuff. So we had seen this um, picture of a cat on like a cat adoption website. Yeah. We weren't looking to adopt a cat or anything, but it was just sometimes like. You prove like it. Yeah, yeah we just you look because we, li- we both like cats. Right. Like, yeah. um, so I then we it. look and there's this one cat who was kind of like cross-eyed and it was just like really cute and like Harrison just like took a liking to this like random cat on the internet so I was like <laughs> it would be funny to take this cat and like just get them to print it like on a pair of socks for him gotcha. so then that's what I did and, and then but the funny thing is like I ordered it from this website online but the socks that came were not that cat like they sent us someone else's cat socks so we have a pair of so cat it can be socks anybody's can- cat exactly yeah. so we have anybody's cat on it like whatever but then, of course, like, I emailed them back and be like, this is not you our cat. You know they did that on purpose. They're like, no one really wants this cross-eyed fucking cat. Let's give them a fucking cute yeah, cat. Not this one. like, is this their business strategy? Like, just, like, send uh, random cats? But, of course, like, it was a mistake, whatever. I So I, I emailed them back and I said, and like, I'm like, this is not our cat. Like, like neither was this other cat. But, like, this they is don't not know the that. cat. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> this is not the cat that we ordered. Like, can you please send us another one? So then, yeah, so now we have that pair of cat socks that came that was not any our cat or any cat that we were interested in and we have a second cat sock which is sock of the cross-eyed cat <laughs> and then they just sent us like an email because they're like oh like if you want us if you want to write us like a like a review or whatever which i had already done yeah. um uh we'll send you another pair of socks for free so then this cat is actually it's not our cat but it's a cat that we've been cat sitting and it's my sister's boyfriend's cat so the sister's boyfriend's cat has been living with us because he's home from university but his dad's allergic so it's just we just happen to be babysitting this cat and it's just a really cute cat so we're like for this free pair of socks let's just put this person's cat on it (laughs) do you you guys have your own cat no (laughs) okay got it no (laughs) (laughs) this is amazing Uh. yeah so now we just have socks of other people's cats yeah Yeah. i'm so glad i noticed the cat socks that was worth it yeah So the last question then, uh, how did she convince you? You know what? Oh, yeah. You don't want to be a strength and conditioning coach at U of T. You want to be a <laughs> massage therapist. Do you want me to say? Maybe I'll start a story and then you go. Sure. I'm not sure where you're going to start it. Go ahead. Oh, but like, so basically, um, when I had gone to that like intro to massage weekend course that we have to take. Um, did you go with her? No. no. Oh, okay. So there was a there was a husband and wife couple there who I think they just decided to do the course just to I don't just be able to give each other massages. Like I don't think they were interested in actually going to school. Right. But then I remember um the guy saying like, oh yeah, like I'm here just because of my wife. Like she likes massages. So I'm, we're doing this together so that we can partner up, blah, 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 whatever. So I remember coming home that day and like Harrison, like guess what? There was this husband and wife and like he was there just for her. I'm like, man, like I, I don't know if you would do that. <laughs> just giving him a hard time about it and he's just like yeah i can't i'm like i can't he's like yeah i can't see myself like being a massage therapist like that's just never been on my radar and then i start going to the school and then yeah i came home and i'm like you know what like 
this makes a lot more sense for in you. your world than it does even for me, yeah. right? I'm like, you would be really good at it. Like, you could obviously do their like short, shortened kinesiology um, or their bridge program or whatever we yep. can do in 12 months. Um, I'm like, you should do it. Like, if we if we do this, um, if we plan it out, I started in April. Um, there's a class for the Bridgers that start in September. Mm-hmm. If you start in that one in January, we're going to be in the same class and we're going to do this together, right? Mm-hmm. Get licensed together and everything. And then at, at first, it's like in his head, he's like, like that's ludicrous. Like, I'm not just going to quit my job and like go to school. Mm. But then I guess like the more I kind of like, oh, it's so wonderful. I like, look all these cool things that I'm like learning. I'm like, you could do this too. Like, it makes a lot of sense with your background. What was going through your head when she's coming home and she's telling you about everything she's learning? Was this making you think like, oh, I could do this, I want to do this? Or did you eventually just think like, yeah, it'd be kind of fun to go to school with my wife, sure. So, I mean, to answer your second question first, yes, it would definitely be fun. After working together at UFT for that year, um, I mean, we already knew that we got along very well, obviously. I mean, you would hope you would think that before you get married. But we... You would like, hope. You would, you would hope. <laughs> when we talked with some of our friends and we asked them a question, do you think you could ever work with your spouse or your partner? They're like, no way, I could never do that. Um, we got to experience it firsthand and I think we work very well together. Yeah. So it, it. it's like, okay, this is, I mean, obviously the two of you understand that perfectly, right? So I'm like, okay, this could work out. Um, and then I think for me really just as as she kind of, I, w- I don't want to say she pushed it, but she kind of educated me about it. Mm. And I kind of looked into a little bit myself and I looked into the lifestyle associated with it and kind of, you know, as a strength coach, like I enjoyed my time at UFT. I loved working with the athletes. All my coworkers, the other coaches were great. Um, but I think just, you know, the lifestyle that's associated when you're working in any kind of level of sport as, yep. as a coach, especially, yep. you know, early mornings, late nights, weekends, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's intense. And so it's just, you know, I'm like, you know, I've been doing this for a while. Um, do I want to continue doing this forever? Or do I want to um, maybe branch out a little bit and see something that's going to be more in line with kind of the life I want to create for myself right. and also that we, we can then create for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So um, I just, you know, I guess some people may say it's a leap of faith. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, yeah, you just quit and you start school. But, but it actually made so much sense. Yeah. I mean, when I hear someone say a leap of faith, I think like, oh, you're doing something like totally crazy. But yeah. this mm-hmm. makes so much sense. Like for pharmacy you. to HR. I get it. Right. <laughs> This made so much sense. You already had the kid background. You've already like you understand the body so freaking well. Did you do that intro course with her then? No. So she would have done that. I don't know in March or something before she started. Yeah. Um. My I stopped working at UFT because we're um would have been in April that year. Right. Uh, So I actually had the summer off, which is nice, just a little bit of downtime, and I explored some other things as well. Um. But I would have done it. I don't know in August or something. Started with that bridge program. Mm Um, went through that and yeah, we, we were able to join up in January, mm-hmm. um, which was great because you automatically have a practice partner. Do your classmates know that you guys are a thing or? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Everyone knows. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I think, Although like, I think if they didn't know, they wouldn't know. Like, cause we didn't act. I yeah. mean, we acted like a bestie. We, yeah. Like, we acted like friends. Been, yeah. We sat together. Yeah. Right? Right, right, right. We talked, you know. Yeah. But like, but we kept it very professional. I yeah. would say, in very school. Profe- so you guys yeah. think, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your classmates might say something like, different. Oh, yeah, no, it's totally possible. We, class- we went saying, fifty-seven episodes with nobody knowing all that I'm we say- were married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you may think you guys are all low-key about it, but your yeah. classmates might be like, "These two are banging." <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we were stuck at the butt. Like, yeah, like yeah, we much. do everything together. Yeah. So no, for sure. In that they, way, it was for sure, obvious. they would have thought that because it's somehow impossible for people to ever see a male and a female as friends mm-hmm. and not think something's going on. Like, mm-hmm. people always put that to, oh, something's happening with you two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're too yeah. close. Something's yeah. going yeah. on. Sometimes it really isn't. <laughs> so what did you think of school then? With massage school, be honest. Um, if you if you want to say it was it was easy, it was kind of Mickey Mouse. You can say it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, don't so, put words in I'll, his mouth. <laughs> it was Mickey Mouse. It was um, Mickey Mouse. So she, as a kinesiology program, um, I mean, she going through pharmacy. I got to see you know, firsthand. Secondhand, firsthand. What's the correct term there? I guess secondhand. Secondhand. I, I got to see every all the work she had to put in, the amount of studying she had to do, um, in comparison to a kin undergrad, right? Like night and day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I partied most of the time. Well, my pharmacy roommate was in her room yeah. studying. Yeah. So, actually, my- I have a funny story. I have to interject because I have to tell it. So oh, oh. when we started going out, like, because we, we just love to be together, like physically together. So we're like, we would do everything together. And I'm pretty sure at this point I was graduated, which is why I had time on my hands. And then so I would go with him to his classes, some of the classes, hmm. and he would fall asleep and I would take notes for him. And it, this is not my degree. She's I was already keeper. graduated. Like, I would literally, like, he would fall. Like, Wait, which one of you is lazy? <laughs> Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna interject and say you know varsity athlete I'm practicing all yes, the time I got to train you right tired. you know tired right I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. just kind of throw an excuse out there yeah. but um, she, I'm lazy physically I'm not lazy like mentally she she was <laughs> definitely it. the better student and I think it showed from her marks um, in in all schooling high right. school to uh, massage school um, similar to you I probably didn't apply myself nearly as much as I should have during university but. Whatever I got through it, exactly. right? Didn't yeah. didn't fail anything. Didn't you know? No probation, nothing like that. And you had a sweet right? gig when you finished, didn't you? Exactly. Yeah. So it worked out. Um, and uh, oh, your massage goal. Your massage oh, goal. Yeah. I completely. <laughs> what, was it Mickey Mouse? <laughs> <laughs> I would say I <laughs> I applied myself a lot more because as an adult going like a, a, an adult going through education, yep. you understand I'm now learning this for my career and yep. my future, whereas when I went through my undergrad, it's kind of like, ah, you know, this kind of stiff, this is interesting. This is kind of boring. You know, I don't really need to study for this. You know, I'll just kind of half-ass it. Um, but in this case, I did apply myself, I think, to almost to my maximal capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, still didn't beat her marks-wise. She was, uh, she. I don't know if she would, actually, you probably would say this, but top. <laughs> she was top of the class, like, n- no Valedictorian doubt. top of the class? Um, I don't know if we, we have haven't... a valedictorian. We haven't graduated. We haven't had our graduation ceremony. Oh, they graduated yeah, during yeah, COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, but I mean, I'd be surprised if someone got higher marks. So, <laughs> yeah, I would, I'm, I'm I not. I'm not surprised that you were top of the class. Just based on everything we've heard this evening. So, sorry to answer your question without all this runaround that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say it was challenging because I applied myself more and I wanted to get the most out of it versus just, you know, as some of our peers would say, 65 to stay alive, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just like, well, is that really helping me? People said for- that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's lazy. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. so I, I just, again, wanting to get the most out of it and I'm paying this money for it as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to half-ass it and yeah. then I want to set myself up for the best possible position I can be. And this is, of course, pre-COVID where I'm like, at that point, I should be practicing now, but of course, COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I think it was similar when I was in massage school. Um, I I couldn't apply myself probably as much as I wanted to because I was also working full-time and I was so 
freaking exhausted that it just wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. But I found a lot of parts of massage school challenging because I didn't want to be half-assing it, you know? Like, I would have been really pissed if I got, like, a 70 on something, you know? Like, it's if I didn't get, like... 85 plus i was like what the fuck See, but that might have been, that's that was probably yeah. harder for you to do too because if i remember your class like your class they weren't the brightest bulbs on the tree so it's not you said it not me yeah well <laughs> it's true and so there's there's not that 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 friendly competition that that charges you like when i was in massage school i was rolling with like three or four people and we were always in competition like who can outdo each other what did you get last time 95 well cool well this time i'm getting 98 so fuck off mm -hmm, and so it would true. be like one of those things mm -hmm. right so it would always be like oh we're trying to check our marks and we're trying to like see each other's marks and trying to up each other all the time. There was a point where I was done with it. Like I was like, this is fucking torture because I, I can't do anything well. Like this is, I went to Mark and I was like on the verge of a breakdown. I said, I'm not doing as well as I know I could be doing in school because I don't have time to put to it. I'm not doing well at work. I'm literally falling asleep at my desk. I'm like the worst employee because I don't have time to commit to it. I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. And he was like, you know what the problem is? You're not surrounded by people who are pumped up about massage. Like I would go to student clinic and it was like this another fucking thing I have mm -hmm. to do. And like, mm -hmm. I don't have time for this. I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, student clinic is fun. I was like, it's not fun. But yeah, you had people in your class who were Tuesday like, yeah, club. we're going to learn stuff Tuesday and it's fun club. and we're going to we're going to treat real people. And this is exciting for my whole class would drag themselves in there like oh, we have to See, go massage people. Uh, <laughs> and like oh, my clinic shift was great, like in between like clients uh, during the changeover like all the fucking spa music is playing over the loudspeakers and we're like fuck it we would like put on funk soul music while we all did our changeovers and did our write-ups and stuff it was a fun fucking night mm -hmm. it was the Tuesday night club yeah mm -hmm. so I think that yeah definitely makes a difference I don't think massage school was super exciting for me because I was just tired all I don't know time. how you did it well, I don't know it's all a blur honestly yeah. I just know I got super unhealthy I'm not I'm not exaggerating when I say like I probably hit up the Wendy's drive through one to two times per week nice. because I didn't have time to shop I didn't have time to cook it was like oh I'm getting a spicy chicken again mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not cool I gained so much weight that those two years those are the worst years to gain weight when you're in massage school you're always fucking yeah. forever without your clothes on yeah <laughs> That's so true. I was like great oh I'm chunky and naked all the time <laughs> awesome <laughs> Yeah, and that's another reason why I didn't want to like do a desk job forever. Because mm. like I knew yeah. that I would, I get too hyper focused on stuff. Like I'm not the one that's like, oh, I'm just gonna get up and do a stretch break. Like I'm not. Like I'm like I want to get everything done like right now. Yeah. Right. Um. So I'm like, yeah, like I got very unhealthy during my desk job years as well. So yeah, and even um like uh, when I worked a desk job. On top of the fact that, yes, I wasn't getting up and doing stretch breaks or whatever. By the end of the day, because you're just sitting there and you're staring at the screen and you're so hyper-focused and you're working and working and working. At the end of the day, like we talked about being lazy in this job, not, you know, not having to take stuff home and not being stressful. The end of the day of my desk job, I would want nothing more than to just go home and sit more mm -hmm. which seems so yeah. crazy because you sat all day yeah. but I wouldn't have the mental capacity to say like I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to go for a walk I'm going to go do something outdoors I'm like mm -hmm. I just want to go home yeah. whereas like once I started working as a massage therapist I could treat seven people in the day and still like call up a friend and be like you want to meet me at the gym and go for a workout and I liked doing it yeah totally totally different feeling yeah. at the end of a work day which you guys will soon get to experience yeah. once those OSCE results come Hopefully, back in. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so you did your exams too? Yeah. So we did our MCQ same day together. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
and Oski's a little bit not exact same day. We couldn't schedule on the same day. Right. Um. So, but about, about a week apart. Or something about a week like apart. That, yeah. yeah. But but we're still waiting. Apparent. Our results should be on. Week. Apparently, it's supposed to be a couple I think of the twenty days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried right. about you guys. Not oh, even God. a little bit. How did you find the exam? Obviously, we're not going to talk about details, but I want to know how you guys felt going in. Were you nervous? Were you confident? I wasn't nervous. I don't think we were very nervous for the MCQ one, just because of how big tryhards we were in school. <laughs> right, right, right. So. <laughs> But I was personally very nervous for the Oski, for the Oski. just because I like I'm my strengths are much more like definitely like the sciences. Like I could kill like a like a multiple choice test, like no problem. Yeah. That's just that's what I'm good you at. Crush I, it while you're drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but and but then like the Oski, it's like it's like a performance, right? So yeah, it's almost it like yeah. I don't want to mess up because it's like if you mess up, you can't go back and erase your choice right. and pick another yeah. one. Or it's like you just kind of go with it. So that part was very nerve wracking to mm. me. Yeah, I I think yeah, definitely tryhards and I think the the school prepared us very well. That's one thing that I will say is that I think the academic rigor at massage school that we went to like it goes above and beyond what you need to know as a massage therapist in some cases. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think that's good just because when I'm going and reviewing that stuff or going through, you know, the 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 text for the the MCQ, like most of it is review at that point. And I'm not having to learn all this stuff for the first time. Yep. So yep. I think that helped a lot. Um, I think for the OSCE, yeah. The thing for me I found with it was I didn't know what to expect because mm. I've written a lot of MCQs, right? And again, yeah. just like she said, it's easy to go back, think about something. Yep. With that, it's, you know, you make a mistake and, you know, there's that's it, that's <laughs> it right? I, but, that, I, but that's not really it. And I think that's something that makes a lot of people nervous. So I'm going to say this right now because I know we have a lot of student listeners. Okay. It's not really it. Like you're standing there and you're doing a 10 minute STEM and yes, you might make a mistake. Okay. But you can acknowledge that you made a mistake and try to, cur- you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, 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 it's not really the, because uh, I made some pretty, there's a, there's a lot of pretty there's stupid a lot of right. ass mistakes <laughs> in, in my OSCE. And I've talked about it on episodes before where I like, I bawled my eyes out after I was like, oh, I definitely failed. I did this. I did this. And he was like, okay, really? You made a couple of little errors. Most of them I was able to correct. And I mean, obviously I did just fine. So it's not, yeah. it's not really the end of the world if you make a mistake. But if you have like major performance anxiety, mm-hmm. I can't, I'm surprised that you did though, being like a strength coach well, at U of I, T I guess, and yelling at people and banging a clipboard. So <laughs> more, <laughs> more for me, I guess if I were to rephrase that, it's more about just, it, it was totally unknown. Like, yes, we went through right. an OSCE prep at school. And I think it, I think that class did prepare us, you know, it gave us an idea of what to expect. But again, I have no idea going into it. See, that's, it freaks me out because like, I run an OSCE prep program here and I get a lot of people from a whole bunch of schools and when they come to see me at the end of it, they're like, why didn't they do this at my school for OSCE prep? And I'm like, I have no fucking idea. Mm-hmm. It, well, yeah, and when he does his OSCE prep, he doesn't teach anything. No, I don't He's teach. Literally it's just, all about performance. Yeah, right. making people feel confident yeah. in walking in and doing what they have to do in other words, like, properly this is in what, 10 minutes. This is what the station is about. This is what I would imagine the examiners are looking for. But again, I don't have any inside information. I'm right. going on with what whatever the college publishes to say this is what the exam is all about. And it just, you know, it, it ends up working out very well. But I can't figure out for the life of me why a fucking school doesn't do mm-hmm. exactly yeah. what I just I did. I can't imagine like going into it not having yeah, not, experienced yeah. it. Your OSCE prep was probably the reason I walked into the OSCE. Like, I, I, I was 
wasn't nervous at all that That's morning, awesome. like zero nerves whatsoever. So when I finished school, obviously Mark couldn't teach me. That would have been a little unethical. So he was teaching at a different place. But by the time I finished and I was going into my last month, which was OSCE prep, I had gotten a promotion. So they wanted me to work longer hours and they wanted me to work the mornings and my class was in the mornings. So I said to them, okay, fine, I'll do that. Can I go to the other campus where Mark is doing OSCE prep and just sit in on his OSCE prep? Like there's no grades yeah, for OSCE for, prep, at right? The, at the mm-hmm. place where we were at, there was, it was OSCE prep was a pass fail. They were okay with that. And I swear to you, that's the only reason I was so confident because you over-prepared all of us. Mm. Like you made us go through things like over and over and over again, like eat the smallest little mistake. You're like, nope, stop, do it again. Nope, stop, do it again. Nope, stop, do it again. Mm. I was overprepared, which was good That's because awesome. then mm. when I walked in there, I was like, yeah, there's nothing you can give me that mm. I won't know until they gave me a muscle that I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that damn living. Embarrassing. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> But like the confidence is is so big. Like that's like 80% of the battle right there, right? Like we yeah. have mm-hmm. classmates that are way more confident than we are. And like, I would think that he probably had like, or the one person thing about the they probably had like a better chance of like passing it, quote unquote, than someone who like maybe really knew their book stuff yeah, but sure. wasn't yeah. confident, right? Yeah. So We see it all the time when people come in here for OSCE prep. Like I said, the room is still a mess out there because we did an OSCE prep today. And half the time that I'm listening to the people like fumbling over their words and stuff, I'm like, this is a confidence thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know what to say. You mm-hmm. know what you're supposed to be doing right now, yep. but you're just afraid of fucking up. I, I think for her, I think that really the thing that gets her is because because of that academic background where you're always like, you're essentially, if you're not first, you're last. Like that's her yeah. mentality, right? Yeah. If she's not getting 100%, like a 95, not good enough. I know someone <laughs> just like that right? who might be in this room. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I think, you know. Asian it, it, parents, man. <laughs> fucks you up. Fucks you up. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have Asian parents. <laughs> oh my God, it's so true. <laughs> it's like, what happened to the other 2%, right? Like, exactly. Man, why do they take a mark exactly. off? It's, 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 like, it's not like 95, that was yeah. so great. It's like, what's wrong with 100? Yeah. Huh? What's wrong yeah. with you? Next time you? you go for 100, right? Yeah. Next time you're getting 100. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. You poor tortured children. <laughs> <laughs> Although actually my mother did used to say that to me only because she knew I was lazy. <laughs> like I'd come home with an 89% and she'd be like, mm. I feel like you could have got a 95 mm-hmm. Like, the fuck? I got an 89. Like, how about congratulations? But she knew I was lazy. That's why. So wait, do you guys plan on working together too now? Um, Is that the plan? Or do you guys not have a plan? You guys have a plan. You must have a plan. I'm looking at you guys. You got some sort of plan. I think, like, ideally, like, I mean, as soon as this can happen, it would be great if we could, like, just run our own, like, practice, right? Like, even just, like, our own room somewhere. Um I don't know if I would necessarily want to like have a clinic where I like have other contractors working under me. Like, I don't know if I want to deal with that at this point. Um, But yeah, like ideally it'd be great if we even had like a home clinic or Mm -hmm. like a room that we rent that we share, like something like that. I mean, the the thing for me, again, we work well together, so I I don't see why we wouldn't in the future. Mm -hmm. We don't have like concrete plans at this point. Um, But I think also, what was I going to (laughs) say? I do this sometimes too. (laughs) Mark does too, but it's because he's stoned most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're also very like we're the two of us are very like risk adverse mm-hmm. so we're like it's like we would like this to happen but we're also not the type to like just jump in and yeah let's get a space and make it work type people i don't know yeah well, i remember what i was gonna say is that even even like 
from a financial standpoint, I'm sure there's some benefits, tax per, like tax breaks or something like that. I haven't looked into it, but also if we end up just renting a room or something, mm-hmm. right, we can just split that, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Because that's just you know it's just like splitting rent or something. Um, but yeah, to to further on her point, I think I would, I think we would like to work together. Mm-hmm. I know I would. Um, our ideal client is probably different. Yeah, maybe. Um, but that actually can work out really well because yeah. our our clients are drastically different. But then it's kind of nice because if yeah. I we get somebody that I'm like, yeah, you're not for me, but I got somebody for mm-hmm. you. True, true. That's so it, true. it can work out really well because I send him people sometimes that I'm like, I, I can't, like, I can't do anything with this person. <laughs> this is for you. I actually and just I showed him. Yeah, and he time. does the same. Like, if he's got somebody who like wants like the, uh, you know, traditional kind of Swedish massage, like that bores the shit out of him. He has no desire. He never wants to use lotion or sheets or be in a dimly lit room. I'm happy to do it. Like I'm yeah. more than happy to take a relaxation I don't mind the dimly client. lit room, I, uh, the lotion and stuff. Although I, I'm that's, done with that now. That's kind of the direction that I want to go. Yep. Like I want to do the no sheets, no lotion, like treat people with their clothes on, more movement based. Right. But then I'm like, I'm honestly having trouble finding, especially clinics in Richmond Hill because this is where we live right now, mm-hmm. that kind of go in that direction like yeah. i'm finding more of the traditional they Swedish. mostly don't and this so is like, this is where you this have is to where be like, exactly go on my right own. you it's have like, to yeah. or i mean you don't necessarily have to go on your own you find a clinic you start meeting people and then you can slowly introduce different things right um a piece of advice mark gives people all the time and we may have even said it in uh, the summit where you won the prize um is just be present, have an online presence, start building your brand already online. And then eventually as you're you're meeting people, even if you're working in a clinic where you're doing mostly Swedish massage, you can start to introduce like, I actually do this really well and start putting those pieces in, yeah, right? And then you'll yeah. get people who are like, yeah, I like what she does. It's yeah. very mm-hmm. different from what the other practitioners do. Absolutely. And there are a lot of clinics that don't know that they want you. Like yeah. I got hired at one place. I mean, I say hired, I rented a room there, but the reason she wanted me there is she felt that I brought something different because I had the kin and personal training background. You know, most of the people that were working there. Is this Midtown? No, this is when I was here in Scarborough, where, right? Where I went for the interview yes, first. Yes, <laughs> yes. You went for the interview first. And she wanted him because she's like, you're a kinesiologist. You have personal training background. And I'm in this place. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking be here. But I know <laughs> I someone, know someone who, who does. <laughs> so and then funny. I went home. It's two seconds from my house. Literally two seconds yeah. from I could throw a fucking rock at it. And I'm like, you got to go meet this lady because mm-hmm. her place is right up your alley. But Not yeah, for the, me, but the right reason that she wanted me there, though, is like majority of the therapists did things like there was somebody who did cranial sacral, somebody who did lymphatic drainage somebody who did hot stone she's like i want somebody who understands like athletics and movement and what like we don't have that Mm -hmm. so i think if you've got that advantage either of you right like obviously you have the movement background harrison Mm -hmm. and you want to go in that direction Mm -hmm. even if when you initially get hired once you start bringing that in and the clinic sees oh you've got something special like you've got this focus that a lot of our patients could benefit from then it's gold. So yeah, okay. build your online presence as being the movement people. Mm. And yeah. then eventually when you go and get your own clinic, because you will, you yeah. just have to think about yeah, it a little will. further. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you are the movement people. Oh, you're like the movement couple. H&H, uh-huh. it's cute. H&H, the movement couple. So cute. <laughs> I'm such a girl. Like I'm not, but I am, but I'm not, but I am. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm just like, I wonder if I like, go meet like a clinic owner and I tell them that this is kind of what I'm looking for but then everything that they know or what their branding is so far is more kind of like a traditional massage type stuff it's like are they they might not be open-minded enough like 
to even give me a chance, I guess. I don't know. Or yeah, like, that's kind of, you got to find, you've got to find the right that. place. Yeah. Like yeah. you'll walk into a place and you, you get a feeling about it, right? You'll go into a place and be like, yeah, this is way too like woo woo for me, or this is too loud and crazy, you know, or I don't have enough freedom to do mm-hmm. what I want yeah. here. This, this, want this owner wants it this way and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. That's why yeah. I personally loved the, the clinics that I worked in. I loved that they were rent-based because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they didn't give a shit what they, they did, right? right? Run your business how you want to run your business. Just pay me my rent, Yeah. right? So I preferred that. I know there's a lot of therapists not, you know, I know you guys said you're risk adverse, mm-hmm. And so splits appeal to people who don't like risk, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're working on a split, there's somebody who benefits from how busy you are. There's mm-hmm. somebody who benefits from you never taking time off. There's yeah. somebody who cares exactly what you're doing all the time, right? So then you feel kind of like you're employed. Yeah. At this and I place, don't want right? that. Yeah. If you don't want that. So I always prefer, and it's funny because in the beginning I thought I wanted a split. And then as soon as I started renting, I was like, I will do no other way mm. because I can do whatever I wanted. And these clinic owners, once they would see how busy I was, they didn't really care how I was getting people in, right? It was just, oh, she's busy okay let her do what she wants to do yeah mm-hmm. that's true yeah i would like to rent i think yeah for sure as soon as i kind of feel comfortable with it do you find like a lot of or do you find like a fair amount of places are okay with like a rent based on like percent revenue or is that like kind of a rare thing like where where they're like okay yeah you can rent you can do your own thing type of thing but like instead of you being like okay i'm gonna pay you first of every month thousand bucks or whatever mm. it's like well we want that a thousand bucks but we'll do it kind of as your business builds up so that it's like a percentage of whatever revenue you make like does that make sense if someone's going to do that most of the time what they'll do is they'll they'll have you on a split until you start to bring in this much and then they'll give you the option to move to rent yeah, and okay. that's exactly yeah. what i did at this this clinic here in the east end i started out she said i'll give you three months you work off this particular split for three months. And uh, by that point, your practice should be built up enough. And then we switch to this is the rent. Yeah. Um, I think it was three months. Oh, no, sorry. It was when you actually it was even better. Her thing was when you consistently consistent for three, three consistent months, you consistently make this much money. Maybe then I'm switching you over to rent. But I mean, there is no set anything. No. Right. Yeah. right? Any, everyone does anything, any, anything the way they want it. So if you can just find someone that's willing to negotiate and fig- work something out with them, then you're, you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. That's good to know. Thank you. Yeah. So you guys don't really have a plan of what's <laughs> going to be happening career wise. Well, or maybe you do. Harrison well, looks like, for yes, me, we do. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, they're like, oh, yeah. Like, you, you have. You uh, have like, your this own guy's going to talk well. again. <laughs> no. Um, so by the I, way i i don't feel that you ramble so go ahead yeah, oh great know. great <laughs> i mean my family loves it right family dinners they're just like oh yeah he's going on and then i just and talk for nothing, 10 minutes yeah. or something <laughs> um but for me i i've coming from the strength coach background the kinesiology background i enjoyed that quite a bit so for me i think my ideal kind of you know career jobs whatever you want to call it would be some sort of split between that where i can be working as an rmt Mm -hmm. for a certain amount of time but also be still involved in either the coaching side of things or the training side of things not to the same capacity i was Mm because again i go goes back to the lifestyle i was talking about but being able to find some sort of part-time work that kind of fits with both um because i think that would i just at this point and even when i started i don't know I, I didn't see myself being just an RMT full time for the rest of like right. my working yeah. years, right? So 
I think finding some sort of balance between that would give me one the benefits of the lifestyle of the RMT. And just like Hushin was saying, it's nice to have kind of the activity built into your day. Yep. Um, but then also allows me to do something just I'm more accustomed to and that I enjoy. I think if you went and got your first responder, you would be fucking unstoppable because that way you can work like an AT if you want to. Mm. You can still do the strength conditioning coach stuff if you want to. And then you have the RMT and AT rehabilitative stuff if you want to. Mm. Yeah. Then you're unstoppable. Then, Triple then, threat. Yeah, then there's so <laughs> many so many doors can open for you, right? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, I didn't think of that. Yeah, because if you wanted to like get in there and start doing field-of-play stuff, then the only thing you would really need is your first responder, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. true. Interesting things to think about. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So what are you guys doing right now while you're just waiting? So I can go first because I guess I actually have some. So um so i mean i got nothing going on Hushin's uh, doing nothing Hush, Hush, well she you know ordering cat she, socks she, she, she's yeah, ordering cat socks for her husband who's just obsessed with other people's cats like this, this weird cat guy um but i won't i won't speak for you but i will say yeah she's she, she's waiting but i mean just with the pandemic and with the schooling and how everything was dragged out like we were supposed to be graduated last october Oh, right. Yeah. So it's just everything was kind of dragged out and it got to a point where we did all our theory based stuff online and we're just going in a couple of days for hands on. Right. And this because of, you know, it's I can only imagine the scheduling nightmare the admin had to deal with oh, yeah. because they have multiple years, multiple, you know, just trying to figure out where everyone can fit and then also accounting for or the instructor availability. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine just a nightmare. Yep. So every week was a little bit different. So unfortunately, and I know some of our peers had issues with this, it was hard to find any sort of work because how do you give your boss, oh, I can work. I can work Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Well, not this week. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the fact that you're taking time off, I think is great, mm-hmm. right? And like why, why start something if you need to? For me, actually, so... Um, I was, I had started looking for kind of that part-time work that I had mentioned. And when I was at U of T initially, I actually instructed there for a couple of years. Um, U of T kind of has, they call it the, it's kind of like an experiential learning based course Mm. for their um, undergrads, first, second, first, second, third year undergrads. And so instead of being a typical lecture style where it's, you know, all like 250, 300, whatever, they will split up into sections of, you know, maybe two dozen. And so you need more instructors. So I was one of those instructors where I got to work with a smaller group and do a bit more practical based stuff. Because mm-hmm. as you guys would know, it's great. And it's just like massage school. It's great if you know the theory, but if you can't actually apply it yeah. with a real person, well, you're not really prepared for when you graduate. So I did that for a couple of years. And I saw um, as we were close, as we were kind of studying for, I guess, MCQ Oski, mm-hmm. um, there were some postings for it. And I was like, oh, I might as well apply. Um, and just through kind of that and some networking and, you know, cause obviously I know people at U of T, mm-hmm. um, I was able to, um, I'm now working with a couple of colleagues that I worked with at U of T, um, full time at this point, which is great. Uh, other than the fact that I guess it's a desk, your typical desk job, right. right, right. Um, which is kind of nice. Work I have from the, home, yeah. work from home. The commute's great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I thought my, cause when this I worked at U of T, the other quarter of the room, <laughs> exactly. Right. I thought my commute was great at U of T. We lived downtown 10 minute bike ride. Yeah. And I'm like, this is amazing. This one's even better. Um, but so I'm working full time, working with a couple of them. Um, and I think if things continue to work as they are and I would like to continue with them that might be my possibility to kind of have that Mm part-time work 
um, the, as I'm kind of getting into my RMT shoes. And it's the nice. beauty of being an RMT, right? Yeah. You can you can be available when you can be available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's not really set yeah. hours unless you, I mean, some places you apply to, they might say, we're looking for somebody these days. But majority of places, especially right now, I don't understand why clinic owners are struggling so much to find good therapists and have people. But most places you can go in and be like, I'm available this day, this day, this day, these hours. And they're like, cool, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like whatever yeah. you want, just mm-hmm. work here. I don't think you guys will have trouble finding a job. Good. Yeah. It's good. That, that is good. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. I'm constantly getting messages from people who are clinic owners because they know that Mark and I know a lot of therapists. Yeah. Like, do you know anyone? Do you know anyone? Do you know anyone? The problem is because I get so many of those messages, I actually just end up being like, I don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, oh I don't God. know. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just like, I'm just like, everybody but nobody. Like I don't Everybody know. but nobody. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I was like, I don't know. Every RMT I know has a job. That's how they can pay for my courses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you get any for Richmond Hill, please let us know. <laughs> Actually, we'll talk off mic. I have okay. a very, very close friend. You've probably heard stories about her since we you listened to the podcast. The person who took over for my first maternity leave, her other job uh-huh. was at a clinic in Richmond Hill that she loved. Oh, okay. And the only reason she's not there is because she kept having kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would love to know what this <laughs> clinic is. Thank you. Yes. I'll find out the details. We know people Absolutely. who know people. We'll see oh, what we can yeah. do. Interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. <laughs> and eventually one day you guys will be like the power massage therapy couple with this business. Mark says our next business venture is to open a clinic and I That's have to you. run it because he it. wants nothing oh. to fucking nothing do with it. With it. <laughs> right? Full on multidisciplinary clinic. Yeah, basically both of my kids as of September will both be in school. Oh, yeah. So I have no more excuses of like, I got to go home, children. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. It looks like, looks like we're opening a clinic. Yeah. Nice. I think that'll be Anybody nice looking for a job? I'm accepting. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. If I say that, we'll get so many yeah, emails. Yeah, you will. You will. You will. That's we awesome. don't have a clinic yet. Please do not email me. <laughs> Actually, we got an email recently and I just thought of it right now when I said, oh, you'll be the other power massage therapy couple. We got an email recently from another couple, husband and wife, who are massage therapists who do the exact same thing we do in the States. Oh. So it looks like we're going to have to interview another massage therapy couple. Like podcasts and everything? No, like they have a, a continuing education company. Oh. Yeah. Right on. Any other questions that we want to ask our soon-to-be RMG yeah, friends? Sh- yeah, I, I do. Um, your first child is oh. is this going to be a H name? Actually, <laughs> how are you assuming they're That's having so children? Funny. What if they know. What if they just adopt a bunch of cats? Well, then, are these are these H names? Are these I, H yeah, names? Yeah, like I think it's, it's actually funny because we've yeah. been talking about this literally like yesterday and today. Oh yeah, See? like yeah, like we we are planning to have like kids eventually, not right. like right now. Like we obviously, I want to actually be able to work for maybe a couple of years before mm-hmm. you know I get pregos mm-hmm. that's fair. so yeah maybe in like a few years mm-hmm. but yeah let's let's it's, go with an h name it is funny <laughs> it's funny you ask that because yeah i i won't say the names because someone will steal them but <laughs> um she would kill me but you can tell us off mike because this factory is closed she uh <laughs> the name because she loves bouncing names off me she's like oh what about this what about this what about this and the two that she's come up one of them i do like it's an h name yeah and the other one yeah it's pretty good but it's also an h name one is one is for a boy, one is for a girl. Right. Oh my god. Then when you have if you have just one child, then you're gonna be triple H. Oh my god, I can't. I can't. H cubed. Oh, so fun. Well, thank you guys for coming. And yeah, I we had no idea what was gonna happen, but this is a really a very wholesome and rom com kind of story that <laughs> we like had it. tonight. I like Thanks it. for thanks for winning that prize. Oh thank you for giving out such I, I a mean, cool l- prize. Like, yeah. like the, the Eric's a dude from fucking 
fucking what state? Idaho or something like that. Idaho. <laughs> right. He's from Idaho. He's got this business group. Most of the people are LMTs from the states, and you know, go figure. The go figure is exactly. Local. Yeah. <laughs> right down the I street. Know, right? right. So yeah. we did actually interview because since you guys sat in on every something. every one of the presentations, we interviewed Angela, Angela. the other night. Oh, oh, nice. Yes, I know. I know that you were looking for a death. That era. was interesting. Yeah. I did not expect the conversation. Look out for that episode. Okay. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Yeah. She's um. She's different. She's the she's kid. Clairvoyant. She's she's the kid from uh Six Sense. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't oh I wonder. She's I don't that, think she went that, that far into during those ones. Oh, you gotta That's listen to the episode. Yeah. Okay. It was so interesting. She talks it was to Bruce not, Willis. Yeah. It was not at all what I was <laughs> Full expecting. On. So Full on. I put out a, a clip for it the other day. The the clip, if you ever heard any of the clips, when I pretty much said, I don't know if I believe what I'm saying right now, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna present the other side of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You sound like a fucking hack. <laughs> Right. I said, this is the other side that everything you're saying is a con job Uh and you're taking advantage of vulnerable people in these moments because of the things that you claim that you can do, whether you can or can't. And I'm just saying, like, I want to know what you respond to people saying you're a hack Mm -hmm. because people must have told you this before. Her response was so good. And she was so great because every once in a while she'd say, and you know what, Mark, maybe I'm crazy. (laughs) but see, I wasn't That's calling so her funny. crazy. Oh I didn't God. even. I, no, I, I was. I was. Were. I was. I was more of the idea saying like you. You can appear to be a con man right now mm. is what I was getting at. But she took that as oh, that means I'm I'm crazy. But yeah, if you think I'm crazy, then you know I actually might be crazy. I don't know if I'm huh. crazy, but I was like, no, no, no. I meant I meant con job. But anyway. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to listen to that one. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm like fascinated by stuff like that. So oh, you'll yeah. love it then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. This was really fun, and I can't wait to see what happens. You guys got to come back. Yes, oh, okay. Because I want to yeah. follow you guys. I okay. want to follow you guys once you've gotten your license and yep. you start work. You're going to come back. You're going to tell us how that goes. Yes. And when you move to the next thing and the next thing, you know, I want to follow you guys. That you sounds guys good. Cool thank thing. you. Yeah. We would love to. Yeah. Right this on. has been awesome. I dig it. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists. <laughs> <laughs>